0: You're listening to the real, raw, relatable podcast with Cat John, episode 93, 93, 93. Welcome to the Real Raw Relatable Podcast with me, Cap John. My mission is to help you give zero fucks to the things that don't matter and focus on the things that actually matter to your heart. Something worth giving a major fuck about is taking responsibility for your own life. And here in the podcast, I'll be sharing real guidance, raw truths and relatable stories to help you do just that. I won't talk to you about time in my life. A time in my life where I was afraid to get better. I was afraid to get better. But before I take you through that, I want to reshare and remind you that upcoming in Melbourne, I've got my Sunday morning meds in real life event taking place on Sunday, May 16th. And I've got my intimate group training uh, or intimate group coaching uh, commencing in the middle of May, which is called Real and Raw, and applications for that are open now and they close on the 13th of May. So that's intimate group coaching and Sunday morning meds. If you're in Melbourne for the meditation event, fucking come and let's get community together and go inward together and support one another. And if you've been wanting to work with me for some time, you know that there is the legends there. The legends is amazing foundational work, foundational work that covers 12 key modules that I've specifically chosen to serve your souls. The real and raw gets a little bit more focused. It's where well, we are more focused on the two selves, the two self, the false, the two selves, the false self and the true self, how to manage the false self because it's always going to be there. And then how do you begin to live in to your most true and authentic self? And I'm there to guide you and to support you and to help you uh, deal with all the drama that comes with unraveling and unbecoming of the self. So just wanted to give you that heads up straight up. To get involved, but yeah, I want to chat to you today about a time in my life where I was scared to get better. I did a recent post on this uh, on social media, and it was true. And it was around the time when uh, I was in chronic pain, and I had uh, all the pain medication that I was taking, and I'd had the brain surgery. Um, and it was when I had met the professor of neurology who basically said, you know, you you can. You can live life beyond this. Uh, I think that there is a life of, of pain free for you. Uh, and it was almost like his um his belief in what he was saying, his, you know, uh, what's the word? Conviction, in the way that he said it, I thought, fuck, this guy, this guy's on to something. He spoke to a part of me in me that said yeah he's right because before that unconsciously I had been getting attention love are you okay what's going on I'd been getting that through something being wrong with me whether it was you know wrong with me shit from my past wrong with me from when I was bulimic wrong with me when I would take drugs wrong with me Oh when you know when I was trying to quit smoking or wrong with me with guys right my ego was actually addicted to this dramatic dra- drama filled life of something always being wrong and that's how I related to people they have, they were the conversations that I had that's all I kind of knew in that level of consciousness the low level of consciousness of the unconscious um so when When someone gave me a window of hope, a window of opportunity, a window of possibility, I thought, fuck, what if I get well and no one cares about me? What if I get well and no one asks me how I am anymore? What if I get well and no one thinks about me? No one messages me? What if I get well and then I'm left on my own? And it was a scary thought because I thought, fuck, what if I get well and then I have to really start living my life? That's what, in truth, my unconscious and my ego all all wrapped up in the same thing. That's what they were afraid of. They were afraid that I could finally relate to people, finally relate to the world from a place of just being okay and being well and nothing dramatic going on and no pain going on and no something going on. Um, and that was a new way to think. It was a new way to, to action. It was a new way to be in the world. And so my ego felt really threatened because, like I said, I had just gotten the love from something being wrong with me, which fulfilled my dysfunctional pattern of something is wrong with me. you know, no one gets me, no one understands me. Um, no one can fix me. That was they were, they were some really big limiting beliefs that I had. and I still have. I still have them. I just don't give them power anymore. I'm like, yeah, fucking nice try bro. Like why don't you sit sit down. Sit down, calm down. Sit down in your seats. That was really the first time in my life where I recognized there was a pattern playing out. Um, prior to that, I, I didn't really recognize. I didn't really recognize it. I didn't know it was there. So there was so much fear. There was so much fear around getting better because prior to that, it was like I'll never get better. I'll never get better because I'm just fucked up. I'll never get better because I'm like this. I'll never get better because I'm not deserving or I'll never be happy because of whatever. But this this professor's belief and conviction and how he said it, I thought, fuck, there's actually hope. He believes in me. And like I said earlier, he spoke to the part in me that said, I believe in you too, Kat. I believe this is true. I believe this is possible. And like the ego does, it it went to town it went to work and was like, um, bitch, don't you remember all those times before when you've attempted to be well, when you've attempted to be happy, when you've attempted to have life be like fantastic? Don't you remember all those times that didn't fucking work out? And I would go through my evidence book and be like, oh yeah, remember that time? Oh yeah, remember that time, remember that time, remember that time, remember that time. And it was it was this. Lit- it was literally like this invisible evidence book that was like, why? What now? Why would you even try? Why would you even listen to this guy? Because it was so threatened. Because this man spoke to my inner truth. He spoke to my inner truth, and something in me like sparked. Something in me said, "I'm going to give this a go." Something in me said, "I believe this," and now the ego goes fuck they're going to try they they're, they're going to they they're actually going to try because the self the true self is now awake so it goes harder into into battle to really convince you why you shouldn't do it and i remember that battle i remember it so clearly if you don't take your pills you're going to be like this if you don't take your pills you're going to be like that he doesn't know what he's fucking talking about even though he's like the monster professor of neurology and he's he's king he's fucking king it went to town and it fought and it went to battle and I and at the time you know I didn't I didn't have any you know uh, framework around ego or around limiting beliefs or whatever all I knew was I just had this very fucking annoying voice that was incessant on not allowing me to be happy or to be well and it had good reason it had a very convincing reason. And so if you turn this around to you, you know, or even actually even before that, even before I turn it around to, to have you look at yourself from this, I had to begin asking myself, what is life like for me outside of something being wrong? What is life like for me outside of being in pain? What is life like outside of drama? But the keys, you know, for me at that real time was, was who am I outside of this pain? Who am I outside of something always being wrong with me? And that question, you know, those kinds of questions, what I call empowering questions, life rearranging questions, soul questions that have us go and look for the answers. Not actually, you know what? Not even look for the answers. We call in the answers. We're calling in the answers by asking questions like that. Who am I outside of this? And I had no fucking idea. I had no idea because all I knew was pain and suffering and something being wrong. So when, when that professor said to me in the office, you know, what do you want, Kat? I said, I want to be free. I want to be free to be me. I want to be free to be happy. And when he asked that, they were my clues of like, huh, that's who I can be. That's who I can be outside of this. That's what's possible outside of this. But what was going on internally was this full identity crisis. And I've I've shared a podcast about identity crisis before. A full identity crisis around... All we know is this, cat. why would you go and trust another way when, it's, you, when it's, it's, it's uncertain as to what can happen if you're happy or if you're free or if you're open? Now, I had a real compelling story that said when you are open and you're free and you are yourself, you get taken advantage of because when I was six years old, happy as a little fucking pig and shit, I was sexually abused. I was me, I was free, I was like my cheeky little self. And so I locked in hard in my unconscious thinking and my unconscious decision-making. Being the self equals pain. Being the self and your true self equals pain and suffering. So don't do it. So then to have this come up again in later in my life, or I was 23 at the time, 24, I thought, fuck, I I really got to look at this. And I have now some answers as to freedom and happy and doing as I please and enjoying my life. And at that time, it was also healing the little girl in me that was trapped, trapped in pain, trapped in suffering, unable to be free because she felt, I felt, that I created the sexual abuse You know, that I brought that on myself from just being me, which was all stuff that I had to dismantle, you know, really complex mental, like, structures inside of my brain that I had to pull apart, that I had to release and I had to face and heal and all the rest. But was it worth it? Fuck yeah, man, because I'm free. I'm free from always something being wrong with me. I am free from being in pain and not just physical pain, from mental pain, from emotional pain, from spiritual pain, all of it. I'm free from that. I'm free from that because I dared to ask the questions. I dared to go in to what else is there for me? What else is outside of this? And so now I will bring the, the, this, the mirror of life to you, the mirror of life back to you. Who are you? Who are you outside of your versions of pain and suffering? Who are you outside of constantly thinking that you're unworthy? What's life like outside of that? Who are you and what, what could life be like if you just fucking stop trying to be perfect? What's possible? What does life look like? What do you look like? What is life like for you outside of always feeling like you need to have your shit together? You always have to be the strong one, the tough one, the resilient one. You no, know, resilience is a beautiful trait. But you know when I'm talking about when it just goes a little bit too fucking far. And you got no space to let out, to be vulnerable, to be real. You always gotta have it together. What's life like for you outside of that? Who are you outside of that? Who are you outside of the money-making machine? Only need, only focusing on money, only focusing on materialism. Only focusing on You know, the external, what could life be like for you? What's truly possible? Who are you beyond that? Like they are the fucking soul questions that will alter your life, that will dismantle your fucking psyche. And that's where the work begins. Is it messy? Yeah. Does it rearrange shit? Fuck yeah. Does it you know, make things that were in your head and all these things that you clung onto that were safe and kept you small, like, does it feel so uncomfortable to let that go? Yeah. But what's waiting for you when you unbecome all of that? I'm, I'm, I'm writing a book at the moment and I'm speaking with my publisher every week at the moment and she's extracting my brain uh, and we spoke about that, the unbecoming. What's waiting for you after you unbecome all that you're fucking not is you. It's not that you need to strive for oh, who do I have to be and what do I have to do. It's like, nah, you just need to realize who you're not. And this is the work. This is the work that I share with people. This is the work in the legends. This is specific work that is in real and raw because that's what I'm here to do. That's what I'm here to share, your authentic self. I'm here to introduce you to your authentic self, to meet him or her, to become acquainted with them, to learn how that part of you speaks and acts and behaves and then integrate it and embody it and then live it, right? That's the work. Of course, the ego goes, well, that's fucking hard. That's hard work. That's tough work. Yeah, it is. But you know what's harder? You know what's harder? It's harder to constantly see yourself as a worthless piece of shit. It's harder to constantly live up to your idealization of perfection. It is harder swallowing your fucking feelings and burying them that then that bury turns into illness turns into chronic illness. What is harder is constantly searching for happiness outside of yourself. I would prefer to do the hard fucking work and dismantle and undo and unbecome and then, and then experience more of who I am. That's the hard work I'm prepared to do. That's the hard work my clients are prepared to do. As soon as they walk through the gates of Cat John, they're like, alrighty, this is a definite fucking dismantling party and put me back together. You know, it's the unbecoming party. And so I ask you, how hard are you currently making your life? How hard are you currently making your life? What hard are you choosing? Are you choosing hard in constantly thinking that you're a worthless piece of shit that you need to be perfect etc is that the hard that you're choosing and what kind of life are you living what kind of life does that produce what kind of life do you then have to live in because you think that's all there is or are you choosing the latter hard where it's like fuck man i gotta do this work i gotta go in i gotta fucking just face it and deal with those uncomfortable things for a short-lived period of time, short-lived period of time, but then you get to experience more of you. I would prefer the fucking latter. What about you? Thank you, beautiful stars, for listening to today's episode of The Real Raw Relatable Podcast. I hope you loved it and enjoyed it. If you did, share it, tag me, rate it, review it. You know I love you when you do such things to spread this message and the love if you're down to integrate this work into your life hit us up info at catjohn.com.au or go to catjohn.com.au and see how you can bring this into your life there are three incredible programs the legends real and raw and then one-on-one coaching and each one is going to fit you just to a t so see which one you jam with see which one you gel with ask questions hit us up let's set up a 15 minute phone chat to see where you're at where you want to be and then how i can help you i fucking love your face i love your face i love your soul i hope you love your face and your soul too peace be with you